We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of... Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode 267 On this episode... We've got some news, and we'll be discussing the series premiere of iZombie, the second season finale of The 100, the first season finale of Hindsight, which I'm so glad is a season finale, the fourth mid-season finale of Baby Daddy, and recent episodes of Arrow and The Flash, plus a brief reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 267. I'm Amory from MyTakeOnTV.com, parentheses, which I forgot to say almost. And parentheses. I'm Jason the TV Holic from TVholic.com. And I'm Ray. She's Ray. Oh <laughs> That's a really long site name, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Don't do <laughs> Yes. I don't know where it would direct you, but it certainly wouldn't get you to my take on TV.com. But yeah, as I was reading the sentence, I was like, okay, I'm done. Nope. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm Emily. <laughs> Hello and welcome to everybody. To everybody. Uh, announcement. April. <laughs> well, nobody responded when I was like, hello. Nobody said hi. Um, you were saying it to us. I was. <laughs> That's the funny part. Oh, you know what I just realized? This is not related to TV. This is the perfect time to talk about it then. Yeah. I didn't sign my latest painting. Okay. Anyway. Um, so I just looked up saw my initials on one of the paintings I did. And I now have all these paintings that I've painted all over my living room. Nothing matches anything. But I looked over and I didn't sign it. But I did. This is so nobody cares. But a hundred years from now, people will be discussing. Do you think this is actually <laughs> is this an Amory original? <laughs> original well, or I, you know how you'll be able to know? I put stars in mine, and I looked up how to make a Libra constellation. So if you find the Libra constellation in my stars, you'll know it's mine. So there hmm. you have it. Little trivia about my painting. My stars, that was Also, if you're listening to this podcast to get that little tidbit of information, you probably <laughs> confirmed that she did indeed create that painting that wasn't signed. Yes. Yeah, exactly. A hundred years from now, you'll be now? you'll really want that information. Yes. Um, announcement. Oh, wait, there's in an April- announcement? <laughs> in April, we'd like to invite you to, sorry, we'd like to invite you you listeners to join us on the podcast. Are you talking to me now? No. No, this time I'm not. <laughs> we normally record on Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern time, but we're, you know, flexible. It will be some combination of Jason with me, Kyle or Ray, and you. So if you'd like to talk TV with us, we'd love to have you. Just drop us an email at feedback at tvtimes3.com and we'll figure out which Monday in April works best. And you are welcome to come on and give Kyle a hard time about his choice. <laughs> yeah. If you really don't agree, like most of us, like 99% of the world, that uh, Dawson was the right choice for Joey, um, Team Pacey all the way, P.S. Joey was a better person because of Pacey. Um, <laughs> then you can argue that with Kyle on your with Kyle. Yeah. Yes, this is an argument you would understand if you were following – Amory and Kyle on Twitter. Or if you watched Dawson's Creek. (laughs) But yeah, I thought it'd be be fun to do that again. Uh, I think we did it, I think it was a couple years ago. I was thinking it was last year, but damn, last year went by fast. And it turns out it was was like March of 2013, the last time we we did this. So I've learned that once you hit 21, time goes so fast. (laughs) It doesn't even matter anymore. 
It does. When you're like a child, you can't in and you're like you have like something, you know, we're gonna do such and such on at this point in time, it seems like it never gets here. And then as you get older, you have something and you're like, Wow, did we do that already? And so kids, you have that to look forward to. It's nice having no concept of time. <laughs> Once yeah, you have right. a concept of time, all bets are off. You're, we're life ruiners is what we are. But yeah, if you'd like to come on and talk TV or other philosophical discussions. <laughs> then, then now's your chance. Come and join us. News. <laughs> Did you already mention hindsight was renewed on last week's podcast? I don't remember. Uh, yes, that was part of okay. the uh, the all good news renewal. All good news news. Well, this is a good news news today. Um, Amazon Prime has renewed Bosch. Is it Bosch? For a second season. That's um, Titus Welliver, who I love. And Annie Worsling, who I also love. And then um, I didn't watch it yet, though, season one, but I heard it was okay. <laughs> so you don't you don't love them that much? Is that what you're saying? Yes, is what I'm saying. It's all those things on the DVR. I can't seem to get past those to get to the things. Oh on my the god, streaming. I'm weeks behind on so many shows. I need to turn in my DVR so I can excuse myself from watching them. But Amazon didn't like say what the numbers were, but they said it was their most watched of their shows over that first weekend that it was released. Well done. So, um, and Fox renews Sleepy Hollow for a third season with the new showrunner who was the creator of The Glades. It's interesting to me that we so had. Does that mean it has two more seasons and Ichabod will be laying on the floor bleeding out when it gets canceled? I don't care as long as Katrina's dead. We sat through Mark Gottman's obsession with Katrina, and now Mark Gottman left the show. The show was picked up. Katrina's gone, and now what are we left with? Anyway. Uh, a whole new show. <laughs> a whole new show. A whole new show, show that I'm going to like better than I like season two. So that's the news. Was there any other news that we found? No. Will you find other news if you Google it yourself? Most likely. Although um, it would be news about you, so unless yes. that's really... You should, huh? you should always what? really, you should always really think twice about googling yourself. Yeah, it's true. Uh, anywho, prime time, running together. Um, I watched Hang Time the other day. It made me really happy. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say it in general. I'm like, yeah, I think we got that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was recent. Anywho, I said that twice now in the past five seconds. The Hundred, season two, episode sixteen. Blood Must Have Blood, Part 2, season finale. I don't think I breathed <laughs> from when the show started to when it ended. I, I just agree I, with that. The show just puts me on edge in a way that, like, so many other shows don't. I just don't believe that anybody is safe. And no I one is mean safe. anybody. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. No one is safe. Everybody dies. I mean, this sounds really fatalistic, but it's true. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a hard world that they're in. It is. I thought you were going to say it's a hard knock life. <laughs> well, that too. But... It's a hard knock life for us. Anyway. Oh, my God. Could somebody please? <laughs> the Sky People version of Annie? Is that what yes. you're... Oh, my God. I need a fan video. <laughs> <laughs> it would be better than the remake. Let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> Um, the remake wasn't that bad, but also I need a video of this. <laughs> Kyle, can you make this happen? Yeah. Please? Um, yeah, it needs to be an actual video. I don't just want the song on top of. Oh, okay. Well then, um, we'll Kyle could do it, but he doesn't. We know the people involved with the. He doesn't have the time with all that stuff he's recording. Uh, it's true. 
and not watching. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, some sort of fan video with that as the background music would be. I was funny. really annoyed. The whole here's why I was really annoyed the whole episode because I saw Erica Chera's name in the pro in the guest cast, and you and kept, I kept waiting, waiting to, for see her to, show up. to pop up. <laughs> and then when she showed up, I was like, "The hell?" Question mark. <laughs> And then it was the end of the episode. Um, and it was over. And I really, I posted like, uh, the hell on Twitter. <laughs> and then I was like, hashtag love this show. Because I, I don't know what it means. So I guess we found out that she, this AI creature, whatever, is what nuked the world. Is that what we learned? That seems to be what we've learned, yes. If yep. we can trust that guy on the video. Yeah, if you if you trust the guy on the video... Which also, I wanted to know, like, where did he go? Like, I mean, he killed himself, but something obviously came in and removed the body. Right. So then as I'm watching the video, I'm watching Murphy watch. I mean, it's also been like 96 years, so I'm not. Well, his bones should be somewhere. I'm watching Murphy watch the video, and this whole time I'm like, something's going to jump out from behind a chair and attack him. He is not safe. He is not safe, but then nothing happens. I was disappointed. Although, you know, Murphy in his, like, super cool bunker is kind of funny, though. <laughs> yes. Certainly paid to be Murphy at the moment. <laughs> yes. Um, I loved how, uh, what's his name, just threw someone into the ocean. was like, it's to save ourselves. I'm going to throw this person in the ocean. Because he's not rowing well enough for me. <laughs> what else happened in this episode? Well, they did. They did go all out for the sort of the the. Uh, Your wish came the, true, Amory. Of the CGI of the CGI uh, monster out of the sea. That was that was pretty cool. For it was Thor better the than a goddamn gorilla. <laughs> um, what was my wish? That Mount Weather be done. Oh yeah, it that was done. my wish. <laughs> they're all dead. <laughs> well, they're except still. For, I think they're still going to be like a at least the one, one guy. Person. There could be. You know, I don't know if any other. Oh no! Isn't... The I one guy, two Emerson. People. Who else? The that one soldier. Emerson is the soldier. Yeah, the one guy that was trying to get into the you know to, into the control room and then took off. You never saw him again, so he's probably still out there. And but it, I guess they killed. I mean, they killed everybody with the radiation, but then I guess they had killed enough of all the other soldiers that had been. Or the people Not that had on row five or that, whatever that had got the treatment. Well, I already. think all of those soldiers were the ones that were coming after them, and yeah. um, Octavia took them all down. Like I think that they really killed them all, except for Emerson. Yeah, I'm thinking there's just the it, at a minimum there's the there's the one guy that's left because they did. Did uh, Lincoln kill AJ? I don't remember what his name is. He's AJ from Empire Records. <laughs> yes. Cage and yes. Pretty sure yes. I mean. <laughs> You can't really survive your that part of your body being chopped off with nobody cauterizes it or does something. Yes, yeah, very true. Especially when you get jabbed with the other stuff and you just left there, you're probably going to bleed out. But yeah, the the whole thing of having to, you know, if if they hadn't done that, Octavia and her mother probably wouldn't have uh, made it. Octavia's mother's dead. No, Octavia and Clark's, Clark's yeah, mother. You said it right. <laughs> I think you. Mean- Meant like Octavia and I was her talking mother about Clark's mother. But, I was talking about right. Clark. Your grammar was incorrect. Yes, I was talking about Clark's decision. <laughs> so I was talking about Octavia and her mother. <laughs> Still isn't right. You have to say Clark's mother. 
Okay. Anyways, anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Dangling modifiers. They wouldn't have been saved, you know, yeah. but then making that choice that you kill everybody, even the people that had, you know, some helped of the you. people that were left that had helped you. Maya. Uh, most, most notably Maya, because a lot of the other ones that had helped had already been, you know, killed by the people at Mount Weather, a lot of them. That was a big thing, but it was also sort of, <laughs> you know, they they had this whole big plan, and you know they get. Uh, I I was a the one thing I was a little annoyed with was that like Octavia was like the only one that stayed. Is I understand that the grounders would all leave, but that some of the other soldiers from the Sky People like were just like, yeah, well, without that backup, we're just gonna head out too. Well, from their perspective, if they had stayed, and let's say Clark hadn't gotten the advantage of getting in the thing, they really would have died. <laughs> like, from their perspective as soldiers, you know what I mean? And they aren't as – the people who were in the, the mountain, yeah. Mount Weather, weren't as important to them. So I get kind of why they wouldn't. Yeah, kind of. It just was a, a little annoying. But I, I did like that, you know, they – you know, that Clark gets in and <laughs> basically was just like – uh, going to kill your dad if you don't do this. Wasn't bluffing, and then yeah, if you don't stop, we're going to you know you're all going to die. They they don't let up on the hard choices that people no. have to make on this show, and definitely one of the best things. That's why I love right the show. Now. <laughs> and again, I say if you are watching the show and you weren't expecting it, and you turn on the CW. You would be like, what the hell is this show? <laughs> yeah, well, pretty much if you turn on the CW anymore and and you tune and you tune in, other than Rain, there's almost nothing that's like what it used to be. Like Rain's the closest show, but it still has, you know, a spin on on something that's you know, it's not gossip girl or, you know, a straight type of high school drama or whatever. It's not One Tree Hill, that's for sure. Yeah, you know, that. it's not that, uh, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, there's there's very little that you turn on these days on the CW that looks like what the CW is sort of known for, for the people that know of the CW. While we're on the subject of the CW, CW, uh-huh. I implore you, just announce <laughs> yes. that this is the series finale of Heart of Dixie so we can all move on. Yes. Was, yeah, when that popped up after the last after the last episode said next week the season finale and I was like, "Really?" Yeah. Really you're advertising as the season finale? Uh, just advertising as the series finale. I was most disappointed that for whatever reason they decided to push it back a week cuz I I thought it was going to work out perfectly and we were going to be able to talk about the the series finale of <laughs> of Heart of Dixie on this podcast because it's cry our eyes out as we thought about it because but they didn't take our our schedule into account uh, at the CW which you, you know jeez God CW. they never do <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh lord anyway uh, anyway so the hundred obviously we're also way on board and I cannot wait to see what season three it has in store though I think Erica Chera is kind of an over actor so. I don't know if I'm going to be that interested in that part of it. But I do like the idea that Clark had to go off on her own. I like the Clark and Bellamy goodbye scene. And I just really love the show. But again, it should work for the face of an artificial intelligence. What? When 
Amory overacting. Amory gets annoyed with an actor or something like that, and he's just like, "But it'll probably come off all right, considering they're not playing a real human." Well, we'll see. <laughs> I don't we even know who this actress see. is, so it's Joe from Eureka. Oh, is it? Yeah, that was yes. playing the the face of the artificial intelligence that. Uh, well, I knew who the actress was playing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there aren't that many. There aren't that many people on the show. I happen to know when there's a new. <laughs> I know Amory and I, like Amory said, we were both sitting there waiting. Where is she going to pop up? Like, exactly. what is? It helps when you have face blindness, like Ray. It does, and I don't. I don't look at the credits anymore, so it helps that. Yes. So anyway, that's the hundred. We're on board. I can't wait to see more, and I never wanted to end. As of right now, I never wanted to end. There you have it. Agreed. Hindsight, which Ray didn't watch. Season 1, episode 10, Auld Lang Syne, season finale. So what happened in the elevator at the end? Who was she looking up at? Where did she go? Where did she end up? These are all questions that need to be answered. Yeah, who was there when the elevator opened? Although, if... You know, she's freaking out, and the elevator opens. I mean, previously, when she freaked out or fainted in the elevator, she just, like, woke up in the past, not in the elevator. This is true. Uh, so I don't know exactly what uh, – uh, but, uh, you know, it could be uh, the African-American guy she keeps running into. Who I think is connected to the time travel. It could be, you know, just uh, – I don't know. It, they. It could be they don't know, <laughs> so they left it in such a way so they True. can figure out what they want um, to do. Uh, but yeah, I there's, think there's lots of choices. We, do we think next season they're going to focus on her life back in the future and how she needs to go back to the past? I don't know. Uh, maybe she's back at the beginning of her. Maybe she's going to keep reliving her past until she gets it right. I don't know. That could be she goes back. Uh, you know, she in, she could end up going back again, or that would be an interesting take. Like. She's back now in the future, but she her life is different because of the changes she made. Right. So then she has to get back to the past, go fix it again, <laughs> make up with Lolly again, tell Lolly all of her past secrets, and then hopefully, you know, that'll work out. Yeah, no, there's a lot of different directions they could go. You and there's so many love on, interests. But... Like, she doesn't need that many love interests. All in 10 episodes? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it was only three. Unless you count Hot Todd from the bar. Well, yeah, it was... I mean, you had the guy she was breaking up with and the one that she was about to marry in the future, so that wasn't... Uh, and then I thought it was interesting the way they brought in the third one being that something that she did changed when she met... Like, she didn't right. actually... Previously, she didn't actually meet him for, like, another five or six years or something like that. So now she ends up meeting him way earlier and similar... Uh, you right, know, right. things happen. So, and she has the, all the knowledge of the guy from the last time she. Uh, I still maintain him, but... that there's no way she's 40 in the future. They should have hired a different actor to play her. But I just really enjoyed the show. And I'm so glad it's getting a second season because I do want to know what happens. Because I really do like her relationship with Lolly. And I really do want to see if she can fix whatever happens with her brother and. I do like Kevin. I don't know. I just, there's so many things I like and I wish that more had happened, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just really enjoy the show. Uh, the, I 
thought they created, you know, interesting characters and interesting character dynamics. And I like that there's the a way, lot of unknown actors too. Yeah, and the way they played, you know, with the time stuff, you know, there was uh, it wasn't completely out there. It was, it yeah. Was, it was interesting sort of on like a smaller scale of, you know, what types of things might you do to, uh, you know, change your. The music was so good. Yeah. The music was good. And then, and then it, it works just because it flashes back to the mid nineties, which is when I was, damn, it's a long time ago, but when I was yeah. roughly the same age as the characters in the show. So it, it works that way too for me. So it you know in you the go... mid nineties I was in middle school. <laughs> but uh, I was listening to all the music they're listening to. Yes. <laughs> so that's cool. Um but it's just the show I mean, Ray, remind me again why you you just couldn't get into it, you said, right? Correct. Was there any specific thing that you just didn't like or just in general? Um, I didn't buy her age. I... In the future or the past? In the future. Because in the future, it, bother- it bothers me. Correct. It's it's either one or the other, so both. Yeah, they could have like done it, a better job of aging her up. Side, the... so... Yeah. And I don't know. I just couldn't. I just... I don't know. <laughs> You're much Maybe... more discerning these days than I am. No, I think it's just if it doesn't grab me and then it wasn't yeah. on a channel I usually watch. So, you know what I mean? I don't true. think to go back and get it again. And then I don't know what was going on at the time, but I feel like I maybe had a bunch of other things to watch. So my schedule was already too busy. It is a Wednesday night show, which you got your arrow that you watch live and you're the hundred that you watch live. And yeah, maybe daddy so and Melissa and Joey. And I got too many things on Wednesday. Yes. So, hindsight, I am intrigued by where they're going. I look forward to it. I'm so glad it's coming back. I can. There you have it. The Flash, season one, episode 15, out of time. I have no idea what the hell happened. (laughs) I do not buy time travel by running fast. Okay. I don't get it. (laughs) It's an... (laughs) Well, it's comic book science fiction but it's yes a, it's one of those things it's a long established uh yes it is. piece of the character so it's like you just sort of buy it because it's that's what happens <laughs> wait i'm not wait i was never a comic book fan and dc i was really only introduced to basically by arrow and the flash so it's established that the flash was a time traveler because he ran so quickly yes he can run run yes Yes. <laughs> I'm so confused. It's kind of like comic book-wide. They never did it in any of the movies or anything, but comic book-wise, you know, like, or, or cartoon-wise, Superman can fly really fast. In Faster the opposite, than the speeding bullet. In the opposite direction of the way that the Earth spins to go, and, and he could make... Correct. He could turn the Earth. He could turn the, the Earth back way. in time, so... Well, there's uh, a lot of holes in this. So. <laughs> Well, so, comic book science. You really, <laughs> I, I like that you're really worried about the guy that can run really fast well, no, here's and the thing. his ability to then go back. In the I keep going future. back to the fact that, and this is where I, this is where I struggle, because I know that Arrow and the Flash they exist in the same universe, they exist in the same world, but in the beginning of Arrow, a lot of the guys like Kreisberg was always like, "This is a show where it's not going to like the powers are going to be superhuman, but they're not going to be like." impossible like somebody's gonna have a cold gun or somebody's gonna have a heat 
saying like, but it's never going to be, it's never going to be what the Flash people are. And now Barry Okay, but they said that, that about Arrow. I mean, I know that they exist in the same universe, but real. I mean, like the the cold gun thing is based on technology. So. <laughs> but they've now also introduced a character on Arrow who's lived for hundreds of years. I know. So. I but I'm I know I know. But I'm struggling with the fact that they were like all the powers are not going to come from you know superhuman abilities, and now they are. Well, that was their original idea. And they kind of led with that, but I think somewhere after seeing how well it was doing, the ideas of coming of doing other DC characters came up, and the idea of putting them in the same world, and so that's where you got the the season two Arrow storyline of you know of superhumans with you know people that had been juiced up basically to have uh, greater power, sort of inching your way into. I guess. Uh, things like uh, things like this. And, Amory, uh, it's like me with Lost. You have to <laughs> just forget about that. <laughs> I had the same problem with, when I was watching the season three of Lost, and I finally had to just forget about everything they had previously said about the show <laughs> and accept that it changes, I guess. Yeah. If you're interested in watching it, you don't need to watch it. Yeah, instead of worrying about the time travel, I want to know what you think about the idea of using it to do a whole bunch of things and then reset it. Like kill off a character. Well, I'm not sure have yet, Iris find I don't out. really know what's going to happen. Yes. Yes. That's my thought too. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with it. If, as, and as, if it works and we see something like that work, um, I mean, I don't want it to become a device they use all the time. Correct. Like it's a, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Well, I think that's what this next but episode also, is supposed to show is the, the perils I'm gonna of say, <laughs> That Barry doesn't know what happened back at the lab, so right. And Barry's gone back in time, and the only person who knows what happened back at the lab, theoretically, I guess, is uh, why do I always forget their freaking names? Well, well, Wells, and uh, and then Wells. Thank you. No, he's the only one that knows what happens at this point. Well, he's the only. Well, he's the only. Yeah, he's the only one. Because he's from the future, Amory. Yeah, he's the only one that will have known sort of what went down. Uh, but now that, you know, this time when he shows up. I like your casual because he's from the future. Yeah, well, this time when he shows up. He, <laughs> I don't know that he knows, actually. Here, I'll say this. I don't know that he knows. I know that, like, there's a possibility that Welds is the only other person who knows. But I'm saying yeah. that Barry knows enough about the other things that are happening. He didn't know what was going on at the lab. So yeah. even though he can change things. He has to change them in a different way. Like, it's not... Well, he's not going to... because he's trying to save yeah, anybody, well, and that's why he's changing it. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he like, won't he be doesn't changing it that way. He'll be, he'll be trying to stop the other things that he... You know, the the other stuff that went down, like the giant wave coming and... Well, yes. People getting captured and all these other things that he knows that he'll be trying to stop those. And by doing that, it'll set other characters off doing different things than they would have been doing necessarily right now to end up in the Correct. same spaces that they were is what I assume is so, going to happen. Well, I think that's what's going to happen, but I'm saying like it, it, there's a little bit of potential there that it solves a little bit of the issue of the idea that he could always do it because in this case, he wouldn't know that he's doing, you know what I mean? Like it, he wouldn't think of it as a possibility of always doing that one thing, but it still opens the door for, he can't always run that fast and go back in time. So maybe they'll find that it does something to him when he runs that fast enough to 
turn back time. I don't know. If I could um, turn back time. Wells knows enough to I know that he's to you. may have seen himself. Or, okay. you know what I mean? Or it'll, he'll, be, he'll tell them, because he doesn't have any reason to hide it from them, that that's what happened, right? Right. Um, which in itself could change. I don't know. It'll be an interesting. I'm I'm interested to see what they do with it. I'm a little concerned about it because it will always bring up the I don't want it to be the thing that I don't want to always think, oh, this isn't real because <laughs> they can use that thing where he can go back in time and fix it. <laughs> or when something really bad happens, you'll be sitting there going, well, why isn't he going to go back in time? And, and right. That's what I mean. Like, I don't want it to be that thing. Thing so there has to be some consequences. There has to be some reason he can't always do it, right? Um, and I and it's not just because I don't want there to be con. I, I need the. It's like always being concerned about the people on the hundred. <laughs> I'm I'm concerned about the people on yeah. the hundred because they don't pull the punches. They actually make things happen. Now, granted, this is obviously a different universe. There are rule, whatever. I'm just saying I don't want to feel that way about the people on the Flash where that scene doesn't have the emotional pull that it has because it's going to complete be completely changed. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and also at this point it was an accident. What? Of, it, it was an accident of him. He wasn't trying to go back. Yeah. And he, he it was an accident uh, also like of how far he went back. So it's not like he now has the complete knowledge of like how fast he totally needs to go to go back in time. But like how fast would you need to go to go to hit a specific time or so there's still, it's still way early in the true being able to use it for, you know, to actually try and use it for anything. True. I do, however, need him to sacrifice his, (laughs) to sacrifice his reunion with a certain person that needs to go away. (laughs) Iris. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was my next question. What does everybody think of Iris suddenly being in love with him? Well, that was the thing of uh, they they let they went <laughs> they went in such a direction where they had you know Caitlin basically knows about Doctor Wells. Uh, Cisco gets killed. She yeah, you know, Caitlin they, was getting killed next. Yeah, there was yeah. no question. And uh, yeah, and you, then you have uh, you know, and then Iris finds out uh, that he's the Flash and all that I mean, stuff. You did a lot of that... stuff to be able to. Uh, I like the way that they that they did it, you know, where they they basically like in the episode where they had that little bit in the in the middle, you know, or early on in the episode of uh, and you after all that stuff and you're like, oh, okay, that's how they're they're going to to reset that. But I didn't feel I didn't feel totally like they were just screwing with me <laughs> type of thing. I don't know. I will. One, I will say that I would prefer Caitlin to know everything. Not Caitlin, sorry. <laughs> I would prefer Iris to know everything. However, I do not like Iris and Barry together, so I'll sacrifice her knowing about the Flash if it means that we sacrifice that moment of them getting back together. And or I think, together. Or together, yes. Sorry, not back together, but <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Well us going back to the idea of yeah 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 them as a couple i guess and he went back far enough right that he's is he before the bowling no no it's after the bowling because he the bowling to go save something 
the first time he saw the him what he thought might be himself was when he left after the bowling. Okay. When there was the the call that came in. So yeah, that was that was after that, but uh, that sucks a little because that means the Iris thing is in play. Yeah, because um, yeah, that's kind of the moment she realizes it. But but it's also I think it's probably going to play out as that's something that he knows is a possibility. But in trying to stop other things from happening, he's not gonna he's not gonna be able to like recreate the situation exactly or something. Uh, and and that, that like that's not going to necessarily present itself, or he's going to have to not do it to probably to. Who knows? Right. Do what Who he knows? Needs to he has do. to sacrifice it. That's what I'm saying. He has to sacrifice it. I will also say, for my sake, I'm glad that they confirmed that, truly confirmed that Wells is reverse flash because it was driving me crazy that I thought it was pretty obvious he was. But my yes. friend Greg was like, no, because what about in that room when he fights him and blah? And I'm like, I don't. I just, he is him, Greg. <laughs> but he thought maybe there were two. Anyway, it was a whole thing. So I was happy that they finally showed how he made it look like he was in the room with the reverse flash when in fact he, it was just a recording. Right. So I appreciated that. Nobody else cares about that, but <laughs> Greg was like, you were right. I should have seen it. I'm like, I know well, the day that WB put out, like, here's the first look of Tom Cavanaugh in the suit. I'm like, wait, didn't we already know he was reverse flash? Like this is right. <laughs> Well, this is the first look after the official announcement that he is reverse flash. Right. All those other times you've seen him weren't the first time you've seen yes. him. <laughs> anyway, I we'll see what happens with the follow up to what transpired. I don't know. That's the flash. I Zombie, season one, episode one, pilot. Uh I tweeted about this saying, is my Veronica Mars card going to be revoked because I didn't love it? I didn't mean I didn't like it. I just meant that so many reviews were like, oh, it's so good. And, you know, so many reviews were so overly positive. I thought I might have missed something. And I agree with you there. They oversold it. Yeah, I think some of that happens is is I really enjoyed the first episode, but I wasn't initially, like, uh, sucked in like as much as I was, you know, with the Veronica Mars pilot. Right. And I still think it's sort of, in some respects, sort of selling iZombie short a little bit by just calling it Veronica Mars as a zombie. Then they need to stop. They, then they need to not write her as Veronica Mars as a zombie. That's a whole yeah. other. Well, thing. I mean, it has, I mean, it has that, that sort of aspect of it, but they add it. There's so much other stuff. Uh, in there that uh, that's just his voice Amory yeah, that, I know I that, know and I love him dearly but I I don't know I I enjoyed it but I think that that happens sometimes is if it's oh, you hear too many positive things and then you go into it I think I was overhyped I think I was over prepared to like yeah that happened for Kimmy Schmidt for me like all I saw that was, I was raves of Kimmy Schmidt and then when I watched it I was like that's eh, okay yeah, it was like that's a whole other thing. I love that. But I, know, I think that that has uh, some. That's why you know. That's why Ray is always trying to find out as little as possible about anything when she goes to watch it. It's true. Then she can it's decide true. she doesn't like it all by herself. That's right. um, <laughs> which I do frequently. Which she does a lot. I like Rose McIver. Everybody knows my love for David Anders knows no bounds. Well, it knows some bounds. I stopped watching Once Upon a Time, even though he shows up there sometimes. <laughs> 
I mean, after that's just, all, that's just smart, Amory. I, don't <laughs> I mean, David and I are best friends. Admittedly, David told me so. So I love him. But there was other people in the cast I didn't necessarily love. Cough, Ali Mashalka. I liked her on Hellcats. <laughs> I don't know. There was just little things. Like, I think it has potential. It's definitely show- like, and the reason I was like, okay, giving it a second chance, like it has potential. I want to watch it with kind of fresh eyes. And I liked her boss in the morgue. I liked her cop partner. I liked Ty Olsen as the bad guy. You know, like he's, he's from the, the hundred. Did everybody know that? I liked enough of it that I'm interested to see where it goes but I didn't love it in that I can't wait to see where it goes. You know what I mean? Small distinction. I'm also, uh, I mean, I watched the pilot again uh, and I, I enjoyed it the second time, you know, so I could remember just the things that happened <laughs> in the pilot when we were going to be talking about it. But I'm also, I'm, I'm also sort of basing my really liking the show based on having seen the next few episodes as well. So, well, isn't that special? <laughs> but I mean, that's that's it. So, I I like some of where where it goes, and so. Well, then, does that mean that's what the critics were overhyping it because they've seen multiple? I'm assuming that uh, they because whoever people that did get it got I think got the first four. So, if you know if they watched all of them, uh, I I think that could be some of. Uh, because I wasn't initially like just like I said totally drawn in by the pilot, but I just it's I think it's fun. I liked some of the aspects that they set up of like you know when she eats the brains that she takes on not just you know some of the memories but also some of the persona. I did like the graphic novel breaks, like the the imagery that was fun when it would come back from commercial or whatever. And I didn't notice her accent much, so that's a positive. Because <laughs> I normally notice female accents really bad, um, Yvonne Strahovski. But I think, like I said, I'm on board, hesitantly optimistic, I guess, is what I would say. I liked it a lot more than Amory. <laughs> like, I liked it a lot. I wouldn't say I'm in love with it yet. I'll totally watch an entire season. And that's mostly just because of the people involved, I think, honestly. I I have to say, I love Rob Thomas and Diane Ruggiero more than a lot of people I know personally. So One of my favorite I mean, things at Comic-Con last year was the, like, six minutes she sat at our table <laughs> in the press room. Yeah. Talking to Diane, she, you know, she kept saying stuff like, uh, they'll send somebody else over better. And I was like, no, just stay. We don't want to continue talking to, to you about the show. I assaulted her at a party later. It didn't end well. But anyway, Ray, you were saying? I don't even know anymore. That you, you liked were it actually more than I did. That you liked it more than Amory. What What did you like about it? I like the snarky voice, <laughs> yeah. which everybody takes as Veronica Mars. But I, I mean, really I just Rob Thomas and Diane. Correct. I mean... And I will say this, if you've read a lot of Rob Thomas's books and things, you will see that it's just Rob Thomas. It's not, I mean, I think it's all of them, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, I don't ever really read it as just Veronica Mars. Um, now, the voiceover part kind of gives you that, I think. Yeah, that's more where I'm leaning towards. Yeah, probably that's, that is. Uh... And I don't, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if you need the voiceover or not, except that. 
there was a lot of information there, so yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway, I liked the setup. I I thought there was a lot of funny stuff. I like the boss in the morgue. Um, I'm interested to see where they go with um, Dave Anders, who is not there yet, but sort of there. Um, <laughs> I liked the cop. I could give or take the family. Like, the family stuff is and the boyfriend stuff is not all that interesting to me. Right. <laughs> I'll give them a, a little while to see where they, where they kind of fall on that. Like, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Shut up, Jason. Um, <laughs> several episodes down the line, you know what I mean? Like, is that's really when you really start to get the groove of what relationships are working best and whether they keep some of that stuff or not. Because right now I was just like, oh, there's just too much here. Like, and I don't really care about that family part. Right. Like, And partly I think because she as a character is pulling away from her family. So I'm like, well, when are we ever supposed to get the, like, I, it's kind of like the, pushing daisies thing where you're like, how am I ever supposed to root for those two people? <laughs> when like she's the dead? fiance. Yeah. When she's dead and you know what I mean? Like it's almost an impossible relationship. So even though she says that, and then she's like, well, maybe we could because of this, but even still, it's like one of those things where you're like, I don't care about that. And you guys don't have enough chemistry <laughs> to make it right. better. At least as far as we've seen so far. So so I could give or take that portion of the show, but I liked everything else. I liked that she was kind of a reluctant um, detective, so to speak. But then totally got into it, which I thought was pretty fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When later on, she's like, she's almost like running the investigation. Like she goes from dropping out to like, are we leaving yet? Are we going? I also really like that her boss knows right away. Yeah. I like that he <laughs> it totally knows, doesn't even need to be told. I'm not sure how long she can keep it up with the detective in right. the whole there's a little bit of a psych vibe there with the believing she's psychic, but at some point you're gonna be like, How would you know these things? <laughs> right. Yeah, especially with, you know, like she can s speak Romanian and these yeah, other like things the that sort of just pop out because of what <laughs> what she's done. Yes. So I just and I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, I guess I didn't I didn't read any of those reviews. I like I saw the headlines for the reviews, but I didn't really read any of them because I didn't need to be convinced to watch the show. <laughs> right. So in some aspects, I didn't get my expectations up in that same regard. You know what I mean? Or I might have been a little disappointed, too. Like I might have been like, OK, you guys oversold it. But um, instead, I just found it to be a fun show that because of the people involved, I will absolutely give a. Uh, mid-season too because it's not a full season so why not and you're not watching agents of shield anymore at, at that same time period so you know it makes a nice two-hour block there with the flash and eyed zombie it does a nice fun two hours in, in theory because now i'm not allowed to watch the flash until the next night but yes <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is i zombie we're all on board some more excitedly than Arrow, season three, episode 16, The Offer. This episode, the flashback was so dumb. You say that about every flashback. <laughs> we watched him walk around with a little boy for an hour. I understand it was to show, to show us that he saw dead shadow, but I don't know. I I know Ray loves Arrow, so I, I hesitate to say anything negative about it, but it bores me to tears. <laughs> So, I guess so I your hesitation is watching. over. Is that 
I'm I don't really understand watch. why I'm watching either. Are you are you continuing to watch just for the times there? There's going to be some crossover instead of just you know, watching I, the crossover. It's not even that. Like I know Kyle watches and he hates it, <laughs> but I like I don't hate it. I just it's not a show I rush to catch up on, and some of the things just bore me. I, will I do say like this. the idea of Laurel and Nisa or Nissa like training together. I like that. Thea knows what the hell's going on now. Like, there are things that I like. There's, like, more things that I like to keep me watching than I dislike. I just think that the, the back, like, sometimes an episode really just isn't, I don't care. Well, I think some of, some of this season has been sort of scattered all over the place. That uh, I think this may be interesting down the stretch of uh, of now. I, I like how I like how everybody that's not a part of the League of Assassins calls him Roz and how everybody that is part of it is calls a part him calls him race. <laughs> yeah, he himself calls himself race. Yeah. I like how they just use both pronunciations in the show, just like people do. And so that, you know, just, uh, I, I, I like, I think that's funny, uh, but I like that now, you know, he's trying to, you know, there's, there was an ancient prophecy or whatever within that thing. And so now he's not just, uh, you know, seeing if it works out. He's trying to make that prophecy work out. And so all the stuff that he told him about, you know, uh, you know, the people of the city will start hating him. And so he's trying to make that happen. Maybe it'll make for a more interesting end to the season than some of what we've gotten. Oh, is that what was happening? That was that was what was happening there at the at the end. I mean, I knew he was dressed up as Oliver. And killing people. Well, he had told him back at the beginning that you know the the city will turn against turn you. against you and all that stuff. Attention. And so, <laughs> so now he's yes, Amory. Like when he said no, now he's going about making uh, some of those things come true, so that he'll want to fulfill the you know the the prophecy or whatever. So the last show I watched that involved a prophecy went completely off the rails, and it was once my favorite show. So I hesitate when prophecies brought into communication here, alias Sydney Bristow, etc. I will say this: I agree with the. It's been scattered. It's this season. I think actually of all of the seasons I watched, even though I then watched the other two, this is probably the one where it would benefit the most from being able to watch one right after another, just because you would not dwell on, <laughs> True. on the fact that there seems it seems to be going nowhere because you would get somewhere quickly, right? Because you're watching it fast. Right. But like you're like, I don't understand what the end game. Like I get it. I know that he uh, Razagul, Razagul, whatever is the end game. You know what I mean? But I couldn't understand for most of the season how they were setting up because we didn't freaking see him. <laughs> Yeah, because it's taken till it's take and it's it's basically taken till episode sixteen to set up. Correct. Sort of the, I mean, the I think, end end game of. I think what they were really setting up is the fracturing of the Arrow team. Like they did it slowly, so like the team's kind of fractured. They're kind of distrusting each other because Arrow's going with um, helping. What's his face and. You know what I mean? Like they're kind of scattered and all over the place. And yeah, um, Felicity's helping Ray and. Whatever. So they're a little weaker than they were previously. So it's kind of set up for Razagul to come in and sow some seeds of doubt already. 
So I think they were doing all of that intentionally, but it has made for a slow season that feels kind of scattered and all over the place. Also setting up that now they can have a face-off between Ray and Oliver because Ray will think Oliver's gone bad again or something or or the arrow's gone bad. Um, is Ray going to go teeny tiny? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's a there's a joke in there, but... <laughs> 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 sorry. Anyway. Um, anyway. I mean, Felicity doesn't seem to have any complaints, so... I'm oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Uh, anyway, I, so I do agree that it actually has been very slow. Uh, whatever. I mean, there, there's enough for me who really loves the characters... <laughs> Um, in there, you know what I mean? But I can, like, there hasn't been an episode that you were just like, oh my god, that was a great episode. So, I don't disagree with you in that regard. I'm a lot more forgiving of the prophecy thing and the, shut up, Amory. (laughs) And the, um... Oh, it's funny. It's um, funny because it's true. Not entirely, but okay. (laughs) Um... (laughs) You're a lot harder on that than I ever am. So it's true. anyway, it's true. Um, anyway, I, I'm more forgiving of those type of things just because they are comic book things. And sure. I generally speaking, like the flash being able to travel, like if it's right. the, if it is the premise of the show, if the show is set in a world in which we understand that these things happen, I totally, and don't give me wrong, like my friend Greg is the exact opposite. He's the same way where he's like, ah, that couldn't happen. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh my God, we're watching a comic book. Yeah. So That's like, why Greg and I get along so well. It is why you and Greg get along so well. But <laughs> it is why also why Greg was like, she's crazy to go watch the event like that, whatever that 24, 28 hour block of Avengers. I was gonna, Yeah, I, I haven't bought my tickets yet. <laughs> but I was telling him about it. He's like, oh, that is crazy. That is insane. <laughs> Because you can't stand a lot of those movies. So, <laughs> anyway, for the same reason, because things happen and you're just like, oh, this is just too, too unbelievable. But I'm like, no, it's in this world. So I'm a lot more forgiving of that kind of stuff. Um, though I will agree with you that they've kind of pushed the boundaries a little bit this season with the show because, like, they had set it up as even though we know in this universe the Flash stuff exists in this particular part of the universe. You know what I mean? There hasn't yeah. been a lot of that showing up. <laughs> Right, they have they've gone out of their way to show how things happened in a different way, like to show how things were just a progression of, yes, he was stuck on an island, and that doesn't automatically transform you, whatever. But he was stuck on an island and trained by these people who were really good at what they, whatever. <laughs> so like they went out of their way to show you the ways in which it could happen this way, maybe. Right, right. <laughs> so to, to then turn around and have those other things, I get why it's kind of like, Ugh, am I supposed to believe this? Whatever. Um, but I don't know that I, we're supposed to believe in the prophecy. I think we're supposed to just believe that Ra's al Ghul believes in the prophecy. Yeah. Um, but how does Ra's al Ghul feel? <laughs> he also believes in the prophecy. <laughs> Actually, Ra's al Ghul really believes in the prophecy. Ra's al Ghul probably believes it. We're not sure where Ra's falls. <laughs> Since Ra's apparently is not the correct pronunciation, I don't think he cares. It's hysterical. But, my point being, just like, you know what I mean? Like, they, like, I don't think we're supposed to believe in it, but I think we're supposed to believe that the people a part of that believe in it. Sure. So I think there's a, there's a good distinction there that I think is a little bit different than, I don't know if that's true about Alias or not, because I think it was supposed to be, like, convincing the people on Alias to believe in the prophecy, and I never believed that either, so. No. Anyway. anyway. Whatever. Long story short, I also 
I agree with you to some degree. I didn't. I actually thought this episode was the beginning of the story finally coming together. So yes. <laughs> I actually thought it was a pretty good episode, but only because it is like all of a sudden I was like, okay, I see where you're going. Okay, mm. I get it. Now let's get there because you only have a couple episodes left. <laughs> right. Yeah, because they 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 did they spent uh, you know they spent a lot of time uh, you know early on it was you know you knowing there was a big crossover with the Flash coming and then also setting up Ray and building his suit. So the uh, they spent which the suit looks so dumb. They spent a lot of time with the you know with some of these uh, more side things than you normally uh, would get. Well, while at the same time, the overall story progression for the season didn't seem to be progressing mm. or uh, so it wasn't just that they were taking these sidetracks uh, of other things. It was that the <laughs> this other thing felt backburnered a little bit. Uh, right. And now well, it seems to I think we're, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, like Ray, we'll I said, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the episodes of the season. I've just felt that they're not as cohesive as past seasons of sure. of filling forward progress, sort of. So that gang is Arrow. By the way, Amory, related to this, I have to tell you that I was momentarily <laughs> tempted to buy a ticket to whatever it is Stephen Amell's wine company is doing. And <laughs> like they're having a little party in Philadelphia. In May, and I was like, "Oh, I could buy a ticket to that and go see Amory." Yes, I, is that what you asked me when I'm going to New Orleans? No, I was okay. making plans in my head, but it wasn't because of that. Because that <laughs> that ticket's a hundred dollars, and I was like, "I don't know if I could pay a hundred dollars for a wine tasting, even right, with right. Stephen Amell at the, is present." I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably sold out now, but I did think about it. I just wanted to know. Knocking Excellent. point wine, I think, is what they call it. Yes. So that's. Arrow. Our last show in prime time is Baby Daddy, season four, episode 12, a love fate relationship. Just pull the trigger or move on. All right, here's the thing. <laughs> I told you she was the one that had a complaint. I think I will give them this one time. <laughs> I will give them this one more path and say that they are setting up the end of the season for them to be together. They could probably prove me wrong, but I have a feeling that that's where they're going, right? Like, because she rejected him, sort of, whatever. And now he's rejecting her, so now they can come back together and be on the same page together. <laughs> as long as she doesn't immediately go back to... No, I don't feel like she will. Ben. I think she's. I think she has realized, and this will... I think it reinforces how we see her at the end. Like, she is brokenhearted, so I think... She will have realized, no, I really do love him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I mean, she may get better and move on because it's baby daddy. So it's always about the humor. Like, they don't stay, she's not going to stay sad for <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I mean, he stayed sort of sad for a couple episodes and then he, you know what I mean? Kind of moved on. Yeah. And I think it will end up being kind of the same thing with her, um, but it will not be moving back to Ben. Um that is my hope as well, because I cannot... If she goes back to Ben, it's over for me. <laughs> That's not the thing, show, because right? I love the show. But I mean, I can't I can't anymore. The back and forth between brothers, no. I'm not cool with that. So. Yeah. Um, I, I would watch... show must surely know that, right? I would watch hours upon hours upon hours of Tucker and Bonnie 
right? interacting <laughs> and doing anything. Those two are the show. <laughs> they are my favorite thing. Uh, they're yeah, they're always getting. <laughs> I think it's a up to some scheme like, or something like that. Equal parts hate each other and love each other. He, she really, he really is like her third son, and I love that. I just think they're so funny. They are hilarious. I can't oh. even with them. I love them so much. But yeah, my, my big complaint about Baby Daddy is the same thing. Like, okay, I understand. I can see that they possibly are going to push towards getting them together. Um, I mean, this was a mid-season. So, I mean, ABC Family runs their seasons weird, but it really still is not the end of the season for this season. So right. that's kind of why I feel like it's kind of. Because there's probably another 12 episodes to get us to that point. Right. I mean, it shouldn't take 12 episodes, but it's a comedy, so they don't. And they don't linger on the romance for too long in an episode. Like, you get maybe one scene with it. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. So I feel like they have the space there, and then whatever. And I and theoretically, I guess you could say that they weren't sure they would get renewed by the time they had filmed those episodes, right? So they could have been holding off so that the end of the show, if they, if it had been not renewed. Right. They could have, like, series finaled it with... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know if those episodes have been filmed yet or not. I don't know how they film their show. So, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. But now they don't have to worry because they're going to be back for a fifth season. So True. And I feel like they even have a setup there with them together because then Ben could have an issue of them being, you know what I mean? Like, not in an issue like we need to break them up and get her back with Ben, just with Ben having to come to grips with what he thought he felt for her and realizing that maybe he doesn't, you know what I mean? Right. And that wouldn't really show up until they were together. So, plus there's a landmine of jokes there, isn't there, about her having done with Ben and whatever. Yes. So, Baby Daddy is on notice. (laughs) Not really on notice like other shows are on notice. It's not on notice like other shows are on notice because, you know, I put shows on notice sometimes for stupid reasons. Wait, um, what? Yeah. (laughs) You know. So, but... I just, I'm sick of the, you know, there comes a point where the back and forth, will they, won't they, just gets in the way of what is a funny show. This is true. I would agree with that. So they need to just make a decision. Yeah, well, like I, I said before, it's like, whatever decision, if it would just, I would like to see a decision on the show last for more than a couple episodes. Any any decision whatsoever. Right. It lasts for more than a couple episodes would be... Uh, and hopefully they nice bring back Brad because Brad and Bonnie are genius. That's Baby Daddy. Prime time is over. It's time for some reality. <laughs> the Amazing Race. I'm sad to see Jonathan Knight go because I really did like him and his boyfriend Harley. They just play the game well. There's no one I really hate, which is you know saying a lot because I usually have a team I really can't stand at this point. Um, I still am not loving the whole first date aspect of it because they basically just paired people up based on what they do in their real lives like what their jobs are so they put a doctor with a nurse and she's the most whiny person in the world and she just blames him for everything and complains the whole time i think he wants to kill her and she might want to sleep with one eye open because i think he will he'll be the first one arrested on the amazing race for killing his partner so that's the amazing race that shows up at the- at the end of one of the legs of the race by himself. Yeah. I'm guessing the producers are... Oh, I killed her. (laughs) I'm guessing the producers are looking forward to that possibility. Yes, it's true. And then Survivor, I say it every season, 
I really enjoy that it's in its 30th season and it still surprises me. There's still blind sides. I still don't know how people are actually going to vote. I'm always surprised when somebody finds an immunity idol without a clue. Um, I am surprised at how stupid some of these people playing the game are. Uh, it was really vindication when the two idiots at tribal council were going, we're safe. We're safe. It's so funny how safe we are. And then one of them was voted off. Those are my favorite moments. So I just, I'm glad that I have been enjoying the show since 2000 and I still like it. And that's it for reality. I feel like I'm watching more reality than that, but I don't remember it. So that's it. (laughs) I have not come up with a TV recommendation. So Ray, you're on it. (laughs) You mean? Well, first I'm just going to, I'll just say I'm going to recommend. I mean, we talked about hindsight. If you haven't watched hindsight, Knowing that there's going to be a second season, I think it's worth checking out the first season. So that's my recommendation. And I have a very quick recommendation now that I'm thinking about it. I think everybody should watch The Fosters. Um, And I ship Connor and Jude so hard. They're like 13-year-old boys, and I want them to be together so badly. I love them. So The Fosters is my recommendation, but I don't have much more to say than that. Ray actually had valid recommendations (laughs) that she emailed about before we started recording versus the two of us just being like, oh, and this. Yes. All right. So as the last time I was on the podcast, I think my recommendation was a a podcast, (laughs) but I always make it TV related. Okay, people, Um, this particular podcast, I'm not recommending the podcast in general because it's kind of hit or miss for me. (laughs) Um, It's Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin. However, his February 2nd episode was with Sarah Jessica Parker, and they talk a lot about um how she came to do sex in the city and um what it was like doing sex in the city and whatever um so i thought it was a really interesting episode it's only like 48 minutes long so it's not very long and uh if you are a fan of sex in the city or a fan of jessica sarah parker i recommend it um and as a side note if you are a fan of julie andrews which everybody should be i don't understand if you're not um his, I think, I don't remember which episode it was, but in early January, he did an episode with Julie Andrews that was amazing. <laughs> She's just, I, I want to be her best friend. Um, anyway, so that one was also one I'd recommend, but it's not specifically TV related. Like she did movies, she didn't really do TV. So, but specifically just Sarah Jessica Parker one um, was pretty interesting. Very cool. So Jason will put where to find that on the notes. Yeah, we'll yeah. have, uh, yeah, we'll have links to those. You can find links, speaking of, to our recommendations and the news stories we talked about in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 267. That would be where to find them. That's where you find them. My dog is freaking out. I don't know what's happening, but she can't get close enough. Uh, She's basically in my lap, and she weighs 55 pounds. Super interested in the Julie Andrews episode. (laughs) She's a fan of Julie Andrews. Who is it? She should be. As we mentioned at the top, if you'd like to join us as a guest on TV Times 3 in April... Just drop us an email at feedback at tvtimes3.com. Next week, Jason will be joined by Liz Hazard, Hazarden Henderson from nicegirlstv.com and Sandrine Sahakians from TV. I never know how to say her name and I feel bad. Sandy, I love you. Uh, from tvequals.com. The opening and closing music are provided by IODA PromoNet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. And that's all she wrote, folks. Said. Said. And now I have to take crazy outside because she's freaking out. 
and I'm going to bake some macaroni and cheese. Yeah. I'm able to eat meat again, everybody. April 5th cannot get here soon enough. For some reason, this, this Lent has been horrible. I want a hamburger so, so damn bad. April 5th. April 5th. Have you already picked out like the, the ha- place hamburger you're going to go tonight. to? <laughs> um, do you, thanks, Ray. Um, I'm, gonna I'm not going to have a hamburger, but I'm going to have tacos. I think on Easter, I'm going to have tacos for breakfast, a buffalo chicken cheesecake for lunch, and a hamburger for dinner. And then I'm going to throw up all day Monday. That sounds like fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So anyway, now that everybody knows my Lent, the end of Lent plans for Emery, I'm going to make my mac and cheese. All right. All right. Have a good night. You too. You too. Bye. 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 We sit glued to the TV set all night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.